It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Just kicking down the cobblestones. Well, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavist, licensed nutritionist and certified nutrition specialist. And this show is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness, a company specializing in life-changing nutrition education and therapeutic nutritional counseling. You know, our co-host today is Brenna Thompson, who is a licensed and registered dietitian. In addition, she just earned her master's degree in nutrition. So more letters behind the name. Uh, I'm looking for the alphabet. (laughs) You know, basically, Brenna loves to keep up on all the important nutritional research. I think you do, don't you? I do. Okay. As long as it's interesting. (laughs) She's also very busy teaching classes to businesses and community groups, plus counseling lots of clients at our North Oaks office and at our Maple Grove location. Lots and lots of clients. So welcome, Brenna. Good morning. So we're supposed to have a wonderful special guest this morning, um, who Dr. Oz likes to call the godfather of functional medicine. I like that, the godfather. Um, I We're not having a whole lot of luck getting in contact with him at the moment. <laughs> so hopefully we can get Dr. Jeffrey Bland here on the phone soon. You know, we really are honored to have Def- Dr. Jeffrey Bland join us, we think, today, because he has a new book, and it's called The Di- the Del- Did. Oh, <laughs> Say that, that 10 times fast. Yes. The disease delusion. And, you know, Dr. Bland has authored five books on nutritional medicine for healthcare professionals, six edition books on nutrition and health for the general population. And, you know, really, I've read many of his books, and I've been really inspired by many of his books also. Mm-hmm. But I think the disease delusion is such an important read today because the subtitle is really interesting. Conquering the cause of chronic illness for a healthier, longer, and he- happier life. So I hope we... No, I, not we, yet. <laughs> so we haven't got him yet online, but I think we will have him in a, in just a few minutes. Um, so, Brenna, maybe yes. we, we could talk about some things that... Um, we could either talk about some things that we heard um, or read in his book, or we could open it up to our callers, callers and ask, see if they have a nutrition question this morning while we wait for Dr. Bland. I think that makes a lot of sense. So if people do have a question this morning, they can give us a call at 651-641-1071. And, oh, I think we might... We might have him coming online <laughs> here just in the nick of time. Um, so, again, we're hoping to talk with Dr. Jeffrey Bland, author of The Del- Disease Delusion. It's a mouthful, isn't it? It is a mouthful. <laughs> yes. Um, again, Conquering the Causes of Chronic Illnesses for a Healthier, Longer, and Happier Life. Maybe as we're getting Dr. Bland on the line, Dar, we want to talk about what chronic illnesses are. Well, we think about some of the chronic illnesses, and I think a lot of people have these. We think about, you know, things like diabetes. Yes. We think about 
heart disease. Mm-hmm. We think about all these autoimmune diseases that people have these days. And there's like over a hundred different autoimmune diseases that they have named, actually. And it seems like when we're in practice, we we have clients in every every new client has a new uh, a new autoimmune disease. Yes. Yes. And we're constantly looking these things up. But they all have something in common. It's like their immune system is confused in overreacting to their environment. And right. I think in when we think about the environment, of course, you think about, you know, things that are in the air. But we really think about what's in your environment when we think in terms of what kind of food are people eating. Right. Okay. So I just got a message from our producer and it looks like we are sorry to hear that Dr. Bland may not be able to come on the air today. Um, There has been a little bit of a family emergency. Oh, okay. So again, I think we're just going to go with kind of an ask the nutritionist. Yep. Sprinkled in with a little disease delusion. (laughs) So if people have questions for Dar or I today, please just give us a call at 651-641. 1071 and we're gonna we're gonna wing it this we're morning. gonna wing it that's right <laughs> uh, okay so we're talking about these chronic conditions and the example that i really liked in the book was the fact that other more acute or short-term diseases are things that we have a cure for like and, antibiotics yes so if somebody has like oh maybe they have staph infection yes we have an antibiotics for that Mm-hmm. Or if you get a cold or the flu, it's short-lived. Yes. It doesn't seem like it at the time, mm-hmm. but you're going to get over it. Versus we don't have a cure for heart disease. Right. We don't have a cure for diabetes. We don't have a cure for Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. These are those chronic conditions that we're talking about. And we've already got a caller on the line. Ooh, we've, we're going to start stacking up here. So <laughs> I'll go ahead here with, good morning, Miss Monica. You have a question for us? Yes, and uh, it might be for the doctor and maybe even jumping ahead what he might be speaking about. But two things. Um, I have a family member who has ulcerative colitis mm-hmm. and um, one of the many autoimmune diseases yes. um, that are out there and I believe affected by nutrition and um, the foods that we eat. But two things. Um, um, I guess I'd be interested in um, thoughts on how to go about understanding using a functional nutritionist, how different foods might be affecting a chronic disease like ulcerative colitis. That would be my my, my first question. Okay. And, um, well, I guess it really centers around around that. Um, you know, how do you, when, when you have the traditional Western medicine that's being prescribed most often, but you really would like to take the approach of the nutritional aspect, how do you go about that? Um in a, in a way that's still maintaining someone's daily life. <laughs> well, I, th- I think one of the things that you have to kind of think about is when you have like a chronic condition like alternative colitis, you have an inflammation response going in that part of the body or maybe throughout the body. And so what, what when we're sitting down with somebody, what we try to do is say, okay, so what is the cause? And I think that's basically what Dr. Bland has been trying to say in his book is rather than doing like a Band-Aid approach with things like putting on some medication, looking at the cause of why the body is breaking down in this area. 
So when we would sit down with people, one of the first things that we would look at is, what is that person eating? You know, you know, and that can vary a great deal. <laughs> Some people are coming in now and they've been gluten-free. In their eyes, that's the way that it seems as though they've been gluten-free. But then when we start to dig into what they've been eating, what have they been eating a lot of times, Brenna? Gluten-free bread, <coughs> gluten-free cereal, gluten-free granola bars. And so we also know that that has many things in there that are inflammatory for many people. So when we look at things, we look at, say, oh, maybe the gluten-free types of products out there on the marketplace are not healthy enough for that person. They might be healthy enough for another person, but not for someone that has a chronic illness. And so what we do is we say, let's let's replace that with something like maybe sweet potatoes or cooked carrots or some Peas. other kind of, kind of cooked vegetables, things like that. Fruits. Fruit. So to, we take the stress off the body and allow healing to happen. And I think the other thing is you really have to eat quality protein yes. when you're wanting to heal the body. You have to. And, you know, that's why when if we can, if we can get people to do that, is to do something like, you know, grass-fed meat, you know, salmon, especially wild-caught salmon, organic eggs, all those things give the amino acids that support the immune system so that we can get some better healing for people. And then, Brenda, why don't you talk about fats? I mean, that's... Well, you need more fats in your diet just to help support blood sugar balance and to really help heal all of those cells because so many people today have been following a low-fat mentality and a low-fat diet plan. And when they do that, all of their systems get out of balance because that fat that we eat, whether it's butter or coconut oil or olive oil, avocados, that fat makes up every cell in your body. That's what I like to tell people. You have this ring of fat around every cell from the hair on your head down to your toenails. Mm -hmm. And if we're not eating fat, we're not supporting our cellular function. And so we, we actually subscribe to much of that. We're yes. a big coconut oil and avocado, all that you just said, and try to stay away from some of the more processed things that, that we believe or have learned are not probably good for us. But I guess what I'm asking is that when you're on certain medications and you, you know, so I have someone who's going to be going off to college next fall, mm -hmm. and, I'd, and we really want to, to delve into the nutritional aspect more than we have, which we believe we've actually done quite a bit and probably need to go through someone like your organization to be more well supervised in doing so. But there's that fear of, oh, my gosh, if you go down that path, you know, how off balance might you get in the interim if you might be going off? Like, how would you manage the medication that you're already on? Do you take that off completely? Take yourself oh, off that oh you need... And you need to talk, if you're on medications, you need to talk with your physician about reducing them or changing them and let them know that you've changed your diet. Let them know what you're doing to try and support your body naturally. You know, I think one of the things is that as people are eating better and healing, and I think it is wise to work with one of our nutritionists because it's kind of a step process for people. And as that person that has the chronic illness gets better, the doctor obviously says, you know, you don't need as much medication so that that can gradually reduce. And, you know, we we actually work with a lot of people that maybe they go off to college, but they keep in contact with us by phone because sometimes they need that support and direction when they are in college. 
And I find that more and more colleges are really helping to, um, you know, provide better food quality for their students now. Yeah. And it's, it's, you know, they have to because the, the young people are not healthy enough to be able to be eating that junk food that they right. used to eat. Yes. So thank you for calling us, Monica. We do have to go to break here. Sure. So right. um, that, I, that, we, that was a great question. Though. That was a good question. Yes. So, um, again, you're listening to FM 107.1, Dishing Up Nutrition. If you've got questions for Dar or I today, please give us a call at 651-641-1071. When my family starts with, what's for dinner, what's for dinner, sometimes I feel the answer is a plate of desperation with a big side of stress. With no plan, it's too easy to hit the drive-thru or the deli for a meal that's overpriced and overprocessed. But now there's an answer to the daily dining dilemma, the Weight and Wellness Way Cookbook and Nutrition Guide. Because it's a cookbook, it's got recipes sure to become family favorites. Because it's a nutrition guide, it explains how to eat for good health. You'll feel good, too, eating real food that tastes delicious. The nutrition educators at Nutritional Weight and Wellness have helped thousands of people use nutrition science to feel their best. And now you can find their wisdom summed up in one book. Then the next time they start with, what's to eat? You can say wild rice meatballs or easy almond chicken or an egg bake for brunch. Real food and real nutrition will make it real easy with the Weight and Wellness Cookbook and Nutrition Guide. Get your copy for $24.95 at any Nutritional Weight and Wellness location or online at weightandwellness.com. I need your love, I need your time When everything's wrong, you make it right I feel so Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, I love to go through Dr. Bland's book, The Disease Delusion, and pick out gems of information. And here I've picked out one. Dr. Suzanne Kraft, a neuropsychologist and a research team, identified what she termed diabetes of the brain as the origin of Alzheimer's in certain individuals. People who have poor blood sugar control because of their diet have been found to experience a particularly high incidence of Alzheimer's. You know, the conclusion is pretty simple. Desserts, sugar, processed carbs have all been linked to Alzheimer's. And this is actually research. This yes. isn't just nutritionists saying well, this. Exactly. And it, it even goes back to when we had Dr. Mary Newport on. Yes. And she was talking about that. I know it. So it's lots of research is pointing to it. And yes, we were hoping to have Dr. Jeffrey Bland on today to discuss his book, The Disease Delusion. Unfortunately, he's had a family emergency this morning and mm-hmm. is not able to be on with us. So... We've got more callers on the line. And, uh, you know, he was in town last Tuesday that many of us went to hear him speak, and he did a fantastic job. And he did mention that his mother, who is in her 90s, mm-hmm. were having a few health issues. And so I think that that's probably what's probably. going on this morning. Yes. So, so, but we do have some callers. We do, yes. We've got Miss Donna on the line. Donna, you have a question? Yes. Um, thanks for taking my call. Sure. I have a 14-year-old daughter, and she has pretty debilitating um, menstrual cramps every month. Mm -hmm. And I know that at one time you had mentioned something about evening primrose oil and magnesium, and I'm just wondering about amounts for that. Okay. Well, you know, this probably would help. Probably evening or primrose oil. You're looking for the factor in evening and primrose oil is something that's called GLA. That's gamma linoleic acid, and that's the fatty acid that helps to balance hormones. 
So when you're looking at a primrose oil, like we have a primrose oil at our office that has a lot of GLA in it. Some that are on the shelf, you know, they don't have much GLA in them. So you want to get something that has a lot of GLA in it for primrose oil. So I would say maybe take three of those a day and take one with every meal. Yeah, I would a good, and I think it ends up being about 600 milligrams okay, thank you. a day yep. for that. And then with the magnesium, I would definitely start her off at a good 400 milligrams of the magnesium glycinate. Mm-hmm. During when she's having menstrual cramps, she may need to take extra throughout the day. So maybe taking two with breakfast, two with lunch, two with supper, and then maybe extra at night before she goes to bed to just help relax all of those muscles. I also find that calcium... Mm-hmm. can help as well because that's really important for muscle contractions as well. So maybe another 500 milligrams or so of calcium. Right. So does that kind of help? Uh, and, you know, you might not need all that magnesium except for the week uh, just before her period or the couple of days that when she's starting, when she's starting to have those cramps. Okay. But the evening primrose oil, that's three times a day all month long. I would. I, I think... Yep. You know, it, I don't know if she has any, like, you know, acne going on, but it's going to help her skin if she does. But And it just helps to balance those hormones. Okay, great. Thank you so much. Okay, You're very, very welcome. Okay, so we've got another caller on our line here. Let okay. me get the right one. Good morning, Miss Ann. You have a question for us? Yeah, I just um, was wondering if you could address the topics of, um, I was diagnosed with MS. Mm-hmm. in 1995, and then fibromyalgia about 10 years ago. And um, I also was diagnosed with costochondritis mm-hmm. and um, from a car accident many, many years ago, I need a knee replacement. So it kind of, um, that combination kind of inhibit, you know, prohibits me from doing a lot of exercise. Right. I used to swim like three times a week. And um, I'm just wondering if you could, you know, if you have any suggestions for like that combination or, you know, that those ingredients in my body. Well, you have just a lot of autoimmune problems going on in your body for sure. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they may have, and I don't know if this is true, but they may have actually gotten started after the stress of having an accident. And sometimes that does happen. Because what happens is we are kind of carriers or we have that genetic predisposition that maybe we will have an autoimmune disease and we could go through life with never having it if, you know, nothing stressful happened to us and that we ate really fine and everything. But then something happens and suddenly we have these autoimmune diseases because we become more sensitive to our environment. And again, our environment meaning the foods that we're eating a yes. lot of times. And so, you know, if we if we were to sit down with you, and I think that makes the most sense because it would be very individualized. But it does just kind of to give you some, you know, just general information, we certainly would take you probably off grains. Uh, yeah. All grains. And have you, for your carbohydrates, eat vegetables. And then we probably would make sure that you were not eating any kind of refined or trans fat so that, you know, we wouldn't have you eating like soy oil or any of margarine. those margarine. We'd have you eating real fats because that myelin sheaf 
You know, and that's part of the MS. That myelin sheaf is made up of fat, and you have to have good fats. So we'd probably have you having at least a tablespoon, if not two tablespoons of fat per meal and snack to make sure that you were building up that myelin sheaf and not a, in, so that it wasn't continuing to deteriorate. Then you also need protein. And you know, lots of it. And to really have all the healing that needs to go on in your body, uh, and it's a lot. I mean, with the fibromyalgia, MS, I mean, it's all those things. that, um, And so we take stress off your body and put back the nutrients that you really need. And, you know, I think one of the things in Dr. Bland's book is that you one of the first core things that he talked about was elimination and assimilation. Yep. So you got to get your digestive tract working well to assimilate all the new good nutrition that's going in. It's kind of it's it's kind of interesting. It's kind of a step-by-step process, but it's really pretty scientific. When we sit down with people, we have a lot of things in our head and a lot of processes that we're going to help people rebalance. I don't know. (laughs) Those sound like good answers to me. I think, um, you know, when I think of MS, I think of DHA. And my favorite food full of DHA is sardines. (laughs) And organic eggs. And organic eggs, yes. DHA is an essential fatty acid. You know, it's it's an omega fatty acid, but it's a very special kind of omega fatty acid. Mm. But it makes up the myelin sheaf, and you have to have that. Now, you can get it in food. You can get it in supplement form. For you, probably both. Both, yes. Yes. And, Anne, I would really, I would recommend, you've been dealing with this for much too long. Just call one of our offices and make an appointment to see a nutritionist so you can get it taken care of sooner rather than later. Sounds good. Yes. Okay. Okay, thank you. That was a great question. It sure was. And unfortunately, we need to go to break already again. So you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. I want to share another gem of information in Dr. Bland's book, The Disease Delusion. Bisphenol A, or better known as BPA, a common compound in our environment because it has been used for decades to keep plastics flexible It's in water bottles, sports equipment, DVDs, and other products like Tupperware. Um, These BPAs, Brenna, I didn't know that it's in Tupperware. Well, yeah, and I don't. I think it's in. I don't know like the brand name Tupperware, but I know it's in. You know, plastic plastic containers. containers. Oh, gotcha. Yes, plastic containers. So this BPA can accumulate in our bodies because it does not break down and is measurable in our urine. Elevated urinary levels of BPA have been associated with an increased risk of diabetes, heart disease, and childhood obesity. Now, so this is, again, another research piece that's in Dr. Bland's. Yes. Okay. Yep. And it's interesting. I didn't read this in his book, but I discovered that if you are looking at a plastic container and you see the numbers 1, 6, or 7 on it, that's a good indicator that it has BPA in it. Okay. Say that again. So numbers 1, 6, and 7. Okay indicate that there is BPA in that plastic. So if you're rooting through your house or looking at things on a grocery store shelf, um, looking at buying a new water bottle or something, and you see the numbers one, six, or seven, put it back and find something else like a glass container. Mm -hmm. So now we know why the use of BPA has been banned in baby bottles and sippy cups. Very good. Yeah. 
Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, the week of June 17th, we're offering our Nutrition for Weight Loss program in St. Paul, Wyzetta, Maple Grove, Lakeville, and North Oaks. That's everywhere. <laughs> you know, if you're wondering, you know, will this work for me? You know, here's something. After taking the Nutrition for Weight Loss program, 95% of the class participants reported better health. That's And impressive. this is what Barb said. I'm happy to report I lost 62 pounds, dropped four, breasts, dr- dress. four dress sizes, <laughs> stopped my sugar cravings, and have more energy and no more knee pain or heartburn. Nutrition for Weight Loss addresses the cause and not just the symptoms like the number on the scale. That's right. Weight is a symptom. It's mm-hmm. not the cause. Yes. So to sign up, call 651-699-3438, or you can go to weightandwellness.com and sign up online. We hope. And so we you we were picking out some other information. That some was in, other little gems yes. of information. So the one that both Dar and I really picked up as we were reading through Dr. Bland's book, The Disease Delusion, we were talking about how this station, My Talk 107.1, is all about TV and movie star gossip. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> except for our show. Except for our show. <laughs> and back when Angelina Jolie had a double mastectomy because she carries the BRCA, a.k.a. the BRAC mutation, everyone learned about the breast cancer risk when carrying that BRAC gene. So in his book, Dr. Jeffrey Bland explains the, how the incidence of breast cancer in women with the BRAC gene before 1940 was 24%. Okay, 24%. By 2013, the incidence was 85%. So why is that? Why would that be happening? Goes from 24%. 4%. Yes. And and that was in that's in less than 100 years. Yes. This is crazy, but in his book he asks the question, you know, what changed to cause the extraordinary leap in the occurrence of the disease from this mutation? Not the gene. Genes can't and don't change. It was the environment influencing the genes expression that changed. Diet, exercise, and other lifestyle behaviors. So really, if we were thinking about it, our health is how our genes respond from the messages from our diet, our environment, and our lifestyle. Exactly. And I know in our show, we often say, change your nutrition to change your life. And that's exactly what we're doing. That's what functional medicine yes. and functional nutrition really is, is about. Yeah. So what we really could say is change your nutrition to change your gene expression. Yes. Because nutrition, can it can turn on and off certain genes. Mm-hmm. It's the study of this epigenetics, which we've really only been looking at for maybe 15 or 16 years. Right. It's very new science. And And that's explained a lot in Dr. Bland's book. Yes, it is. And we do have some more callers this morning. So let's go ahead and take a few more. Good morning, Miss Jana. You have a question for us? Yes. Um, Can you hear me? Yes, Yes, we can. I have a question. Um, In the afternoons, I'm I'm approaching 50. In the afternoons, I get um, really bloated. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, in my upper abdomen, mm-hmm. like like it's almost noticeable. Okay. So then you have to say, hmm, what am I eating for breakfast? And my guess, and I could be wrong, but are you eating oatmeal for breakfast? Um, I tried, I used to, but I try to stay away from that. I try to just have one egg and a, and a piece of bacon. But 
once in a while I have a piece of toast. You know, I'm I'm kind of a bread fiend. Okay. And well, I'm really working on that. But. Okay. So it is something that you're eating. So yeah. it's probably the bread or certainly oatmeal does that for a lot of people. Oh. And also... What are you having for lunch? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it varies. Usually I work through lunch. so that's, Oh. Are yeah. you snacking on stuff? Um, apples and fruit, usually. Okay. okay. Yep. So we think of apples, fruit in general as being good foods for us. But for some people, I find that apples can cause some issues. There's something about the fiber in them, especially in the peel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but it doesn't always work. Yeah. But I think also maybe you're not you're not eating in balance. You're not eating the protein and the fat and a little bit of fruit. So maybe if you had a half an apple or you had a half a pear or something like that, that would be enough fruit where you're not getting the balance and that's why it's you're you're just yeah. you're not able to digest that. That's probably true. And you need to be eating more than one egg and a slice of bacon. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Especially if you are skipping lunch. Yes. Yeah, and I try not to because I, I mean I it I have a I I have a husband that likes meat and potatoes, so I end up making these big meals at dinner, which I would prefer not to have. But well, just take part of that big meal at night and take it for lunch the next day. Okay, that's easy. Yes. Great idea. Thank and you. Okay. two eggs. Two <laughs> eggs at breakfast. <laughs> okay. Thank so do you. we have additional callers? Of course we have additional oh, okay. callers. All Good right. morning, Miss Lisa. You have a question for us? Yes. Um, I just finished the uh, Nutrition for Weight Loss class about four weeks ago. Really okay. happy with my results. Um, my husband and I both took it together. Right. So that we could, you know, I could get him, he especially wanted to get him on track. But um, I was really excited to get my blood work done again because mm-hmm. I do it once a year. And all my numbers were really, really good except for my LDLs went up t- from 82 to 105. And oh. I'm concerned, should I be eating? And I've been eating, you know, eggs, you know, way more than I used to. That is totally in, in the normal range. You're fine. Oh, I know it's still in the normal. Why would it go up? You know, your cholesterol can change on a day-to-day basis. Oh, okay. And okay. and the 85 to 105 is not a huge swing. The other thing is when you start eating healthy fats, especially like coconut oil, egg yolks, butter, for some people they do notice because those fats, those saturated fats, they can increase both HDL and LDL, but that doesn't mean that you're having plaque buildup. No. Okay. Okay. That was just my concern because I, I mean, I, I, you know, all my numbers actually have been good before and after, but they've even improved even more. Oh, good. And I've lost weight and I, my body fat is lower. Good. Um, and I feel great. I mean, good. that's a huge thing. And I'm getting, working on my migraines. So, okay. um, but oh. I had sent a note to Katie, um, about this, and I know she's she's on her honeymoon, so I thought, well, I'll call in and get the answer right away. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Anyway. Okay. Well, that you, that's good okay. reports, really. It so, really is. You. So I think the fact that you're feeling better and you lost weight—that's the telling oh. part of it. And then oh, it, you, it's been a great class, and it's been great for my husband because he used to have you know cold cereal for breakfast every morning. Mm-hmm. And. Yeah. We've just changed. He's just done. Of course, men, you know. Yeah, yeah. They lose weight. <laughs> a lot. Right. And he is just doing phenomenally well. Yeah. So 
But keep in contact with Katie because, you know, we usually can help. I mean, I would say almost 100% of the time we can help people get rid of their migraines if they stay with us and just, you know, sometimes it takes a few times before we can figure it out. But I think we can help you. Yeah. And Rhonda was my teacher. And she said, well, we kind of got to the idea that I had, I think I'm allergic to rice. A lot of people are. I had to switch the probiotic. I felt like I was the probiotic that I was getting. Mm-hmm. And that's how I figured it out because Rhonda said something about she couldn't take that probiotic. So now I've switched to the powder okay. yep. probiotic. Yep. That doesn't have rice. But, and that's, it's better. I'm still working on it. I'm trying to, you know, watch, read labels. And, of course, MSG is like has so many different names. Yes, it does. Oh, my gosh, anyway. yes. There's 30 different names for that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I take a picture from the notebook, and I have it on my phone. So okay. Oh, good. That's a good I tip. Pull it up and I look at the labels, so it helps. But I, there's probably even more than that. There probably. Yes, yeah. I agree. Yes. Yeah. They hide it, these well, food manufacturers. Very, very happy with the class and, and the program, and just highly recommend. I've already got my co-worker now is enrolled in the class and you know so thank you wonderful it's all all great we i love it thank you well thank you miss diane we are so happy to hear all of that yep thank you very much it is time for us to take our last break here so you are listening to dishing up nutrition if you are concerned about adhd for yourself or your child we have a great class for you today called the food connection to add adhd at our North Oaks location starting and, you know, at 10. It's, it's just raining, so what else are you going to do except go to a class? Exactly. You know, you can't grill today. You can't garden, so <laughs> go to a class. You'll experience a great teacher. Angela is not only a teacher for us. A teacher teacher. A teacher teacher. But she is also the parent of a child with ADHD. And she understands and has many suggestions and insights. So to sign up for this two-hour class, just give us a call, 651-699-3438, and let them know that you're coming. Here's a little weight loss math. On any given day, 100 million of us are on a diet, and we spend $20 billion a year on books, plans, bills, and surgeries. So how come for so many people, the number on the scale is so upsetting? It's like cholesterol and blood pressure numbers, higher than it should be. Are you looking for a new way to change those numbers? Then let me tell you about the Nutrition for Weight Loss program at Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Now think about it for a minute. The approach is called Nutrition for Weight Loss, not feeling too hungry to sleep for weight loss or eating icky bars for weight loss. Nutrition for Weight Loss teaches you how to eat real food to leave you satisfied and in balance. How to use nutrition to naturally bump up your metabolism. It's based on sound science, not celebrities who make millions pitching products. Are you ready to see how it adds up for you? Then dial the number at Nutritional Weight and Wellness. It's 651-699-3438 or go online at weightandwellness.com to sign up for the Nutrition for Weight Loss program. Now I'm Well, you're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, and I'm really sure that a lot of you are going to be interested in picking up Dr. Bland's book, The Disease Delusion. And, you know, if you want to learn more about what he's doing right now, besides writing books, you can actually look him up. His website is jeffreybland.com or it's plminstitute.org. That's plm. Institute.org. And, you know, 
as a student of nutrition, you know, I'm really very thankful for all the nutritional insights that Dr. Bland has taught me throughout the last 25 years because I've been going to his seminars for at least 25 years, and he's been coming here for at least 35 years wow. putting on these three-day-long seminars. And all of his book and information and things that he teaches is based on research. It's and, just incredible. And in his book, The Disease Delusion, he tells us that we spend almost $9,000 per year on each person who has a chronic disease. That's a lot of money. That is a whole lot of money. And our diabetes rates in the country have tripled. And 43 million people have a mental illness. That's These numbers are just staggering. So we need to talk about how it's time to change the medical model. We need to treat the cause and not just the symptoms. And I think Dr. Bland actually quotes Linus Pauling, the mm-hmm. discoverer, discoverer of vitamin C in his book. And he says, if you get the structure right, the function will follow. Mm-hmm. So and I think when people sit down with us, we're always looking at the cause of what is, you know, what is the cause? What is the cause? Yeah. What does it go back to? And I think hopefully maybe we can find the cause for a couple more callers this morning. That would be great. So good morning, Miss Diane. You have a question for us? Yes, I do. I'm wondering what to do for arthritis and Mm -hmm. also how to build muscle. Well, muscle. (laughs) Muscle is protein. So to build (laughs) muscle, we got to eat some protein. So when we think of the eating protein, we think of, okay, you're eating eggs in the morning, a couple. You're yes. eating some for snacks, some maybe a couple of pieces of chicken, yes. you know, lunch, more protein, snack, more protein, more steak, <laughs> yes. dinner, salmon. <laughs> so so that builds muscle. And what about protein powder? I think protein powders can be an excellent option as well. I really like our natural, uh, the Nutri-Key natural whey protein powder. Okay. has a little vanilla flavoring in it, but it's not too sweet for people. Mm-hmm. And it mixes really well into a smoothie. Or if people don't tolerate the whey protein powder, then I really like the J-Rob egg white protein that we have. And we have a brand new protein powder that is made from beef. That from for pe- beef, beef. Oh. Organic beef. Because some people are sensitive to egg. And dairy. Dairy and soy. And rice. And everything. And so this new protein powder is, and it's very tasty. Yeah. It doesn't sound like it would be, but it's great. So, yes. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Yes. So anyway, I think, you know, when you're looking at arthritis, I think omega-3 fatty acids right away. Because mm-hmm. it takes down the inflammation. But you have to usually, you have to get enough in your system. Now, but, I have an issue with that. Mm-hmm. They give me the diarrhea. Oh, like fish oil? Yeah. Okay, so get your omega-3 fatty acids. Maybe take just DHA okay, instead of the fish oil. But then look at your food sources for those omega-3s, like fish, salmon, um, herring, those fattier fish. Mm-hmm. And organic grass-fed beef is going to be high in omega-3s. So are your egg yolks. Mm-hmm. So get it from your food. So another thing that I always think is, you know, whenever we have irritation or inflammation around a joint, we also have more muscle tension. 
So making sure that you're taking magnesium to reduce that muscle tension so that there's less stress on the joint. And just spreading magnesium out through the day, like, you know, one 100 milligrams of magnesium glycinate throughout the day will help with that so you're not having those muscle spasms going on. I'm 100 pounds. How much magnesium should I take per day? Um, At least 400 Okay. I would say maybe even more. Depends upon the person. Yeah, it depends on the person. Some people could be very, very low and not Mm -hmm. utilize magnesium very well. Some people, a little bit goes a long way. And I think what you said before, Brenna, is uh, have people take a little bit of calcium with the magnesium. And I uh, do do that. Okay. Okay. All right. That sounds great. Then, you know, for for pain, for pain. We have a great supplement that's called Caprex. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Oh, for, for pain, arthritis pain, we have a great supplement that's called Caprex. And Caprex is actually, they take an ingredient out of hops and they put it in with um, rosemary leaf extract and olive leaf extract. And it works very nicely as an anti-inflammatory. And it doesn't build up like Advil or any of those. It doesn't cause any digestive damage to either your intestinal tract or to your liver. So it's something that you can take to relieve some of the pain. Could I bother you to spell that? Yes, it's K-A-P-R-E-X, Caprex. Oh, okay, I almost had it correct. Yep. Thank you, ladies. Your yes. show is wonderful. Oh, well, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. And I think we have time for one more caller okay. here. Good morning. Is this Mr. Zach? Yes. Good morning. Hi. You've got a Hi. question? Yes, I do. I actually have these red marks on my left hand, and I'm wondering where they came from. And they feel bumpy. That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Have yeah. you, um, not being a dermatologist... <laughs> It's hard to say, I guess, when did they come on? Yeah, that's that's how we would say. You know, when did this start, Zach? Oh, about five years ago, probably longer. Okay. It probably is something that you're either getting exposed to, you know, environmentally, or it is something that you're eating, probably. Uh, so, you know, I guess when we would, if we, if you came in and we sat down with you, we would just ask you lots and lots of questions. Okay, like what do you eat, and and you know, is there some things that you know that it, they get worse when you eat that? Uh, you know, the things that we always look at is like sugar. We also or look at gluten, but sometimes it's dairy, dairy products. It's it's a lot of things that are cause inflammation. So I think that mm-hmm. kind of that that's kind of like a a rash, probably something that's it. It's a form of inflammation that's occurring on your hand. My guess is. Well, I've actually been listening to your podcast for quite some time now, and I love it. Um, another question I have is, how do I how do I get rid of warts? What's the best thing to use? Well, I've heard that duct tape works really well. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a product that's called Advantage, and it's little it's grapefruit seed extract. Mm-hmm. So I think if you put that in this, I know people have done this, and it has worked. They put a, a concentrated drop on that, and sometimes what they do is they put a Band-Aid over it mm-hmm. and so that it soaks in and uh, eventually 
it go the wart goes away. Mm-hmm. So that liquid advantage, it's good for everything. Yeah. Yeah. So good questions. Yes. Thanks, Zach, for listening yep. and listening okay. to our podcast. Well, Dar, we're going to have to wrap up our show here. Okay. Unfortunately, we didn't get to have Dr. Jeffrey Bland on, but we hope that uh, he is doing well. So I just wanted to share kind of one last little tidbit mm-hmm. from his book. He says, stress, the environmental factors that alter fight or flight arousal systems. Find and address the physiological process that is out of balance, and you finally deal with the chronic ill health. Sounds great to me. Yes. Have Thank a great you, weekend. Yes. Thank you, Dar. Life, I love you. All is Thanks for listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes. The content and opinions expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Statements made with respect to products have not been evaluated by the FDA.